Hello and welcome back to Unlimited Boundaries with your host Lester Bailey. Listen, I'd like to talk to you all today about police stories. I remember when I first got onto the job and I was really ready to go out there on the street. And this is part of the training. When you're in the academy, you always know that what you're going to do because the academy is nice and pristine and clean and the situations haven't happened yet. So you're pumped up. You're all excited. And then you go out onto the street. Well, for the first week, you're just basically staying out of trouble. They really don't throw you in the hopper unless something really bad is going on. But if you're not, you get the chance of kind of getting that feel about what real life is. And I remember going, driving down the street and we're working midnights, midnight to eight. If you've never worked in the middle of the night until the beginning of the morning, you have no idea what to see, how to see it, and trying to keep your eyes open is one of the funniest things because it is very difficult, no matter how much sleep that you've had in the day, to be able to keep your eyes open at night. But most of the crime happens during the midnight hours where the sneakiest and the worst part of crime actually happens, even though it happens in a day, and truly it does. But at night, offers something extra special. So I remember going out on the street and my partner and I are seeing my favorite, you know, type of criminal, the drug dealer. And they see the squad coming down the street and they start running. My partner looked over at me and said, do you see these guys? Do you see these criminals running down the street? The little dope dealers. And I sat there for that moment and I said, yeah, I see them. Today, I did not see anybody, didn't see what they looked like, how they looked, nothing about them. I could not pick them out if they were standing in front of me, next to me. But as I go along with the job, I started to be able to see in the dark as well as an owl. It's kind of funny how that happens after a while. You start knowing what to look for. You start seeing the shadows. You understand it of people that are out there. So on this occasion... I had on on my training, I think I may have been a month on the job in training outside. And we're driving down the street and I see someone poking their head in and out of the alley, which was unusual for me. So I tell my partner, hey, let's go and check this out. So we park about halfway down the block, act like we're going to someone else's house. And then we walk down the street and we see a garage light open. And the door is open and we walk over there and there are people that are stripping two cars, a Trans Am and a Corvette. I mean, they are taking off all the parts of the car. And it's kind of weird because you're like, wow. So there were at least 16 people that were in this car and they were taking that car down. I mean, what's talking about and. Five minutes, that car was almost stripped bare. They were in, they were out, they were moving it up. And it was a wide range of people. It wasn't just one particular group, but there was multi-nations, multi I call them. You know, everybody was identified inside of this particular group. And they were taking all of these cars, parts, and they were putting it into this Ford F-150. <coughs> Excuse me, it was nice to see. But it was shocking for me because now you're coming from a person who had never seen crime except for the TV you know, shows at the time. And they weren't true to action. They were fiction. But this was kind of true. So you, not kind of. It was true. So you, you look at them and you are in awe of how they can strip a car. 
Now, of course, policing goes into your mind now. Okay, I got to arrest all these people. And I made this arrest. I saw all the parts. I did the inventory on these car parts. And I was excited because I got 16 arrests. I mean, I got everybody their things back. And now, several months later, we get a chance to go to court on them. Well, my training officer didn't make it to court on this particular day because he had another obligation. So they left me sitting in court. And as I was sitting in court, I was listening to so many cases. I did not know what court was like. So now I'm sitting up in court. All of these offenders are sitting there in the room. And then they start interviewing me. Well, as they're interviewing me being the police officer, it's amazing how they make you feel like you're the one who committed the crime. And I was shocked because it's like, how do you all say that about me? And we kept going on and kept going on. And believe it or not, they found my offenders. They found them innocent. They said because I could not identify who was driving the Ford F-150 on the truck that they let them go for no probable cause. Even though I watched them pull car parts off, I watched them put the car parts into the car. I watched the majority of the scene, but because I couldn't identify who was driving the truck, they said the others weren't guilty of the particular crime. Now, a lot of times police officers get so upset because we do fantastic work. And as we're doing all of this work, they get into the court system and the courts will let people off. It's not that the police are not doing their job. They're doing it diligently. They're making sure they, you know, dot all the I's, cross all the T's, and they can only hope for the best results coming out of that. You all have to start paying more attention to how the court system actually works and who these judges are, because nobody is doing this particular crime that the police are not doing their job. But the court system finds out when you're looking at a judge and how he decides what evidence can be heard and what evidence cannot be heard, what he wants to actually listen to the case to see if it's good, bad or indifferent. It's not always the police, and I know everybody likes to believe that the police are getting people off, but it's not. It's your judges. Start paying attention to who judges are. Find out actually what they do. Write down their names because they're being elected just as anyone else. That's their job. If we hold the court system more accountable for, as they call it, lady justice, you will be surprised in the better system. More people would go to jail and they would not get off just because they say there's one little glitch inside of this testimony. It's not that the testimony is not true, but it's just that they work very hard to get their defendants off. So that was just my quick story of the night. I just had to come in and just kind of throw that across because I know from time to time people think that police are not doing their job. We do stellar jobs, but the court system is fixed so there's somebody that's innocent or guilty, doesn't matter which side that you're on, that the court system actually works correctly. Again, there was a case in Chicago with the police officer named Jason Van Dyke, and the victim was Laquan McDonald. Even though they had been letting Laquan off of his many different crimes, he did not deserve death. 
And that was the biggest thing. He did not deserve death. That's why we have court systems so that police officers who are a little bit too overzealous won't do these crimes. Although around the world you hear about all of them, but that's really only one or two percent of the police officers who will really do something outlandish. And they they make the majority of us seem so bad and so horrible. We love our job. We like to do the job that we're doing. And we don't take that job for granted. Actually, we're some of the people who make sure that we hold on and put ourselves last in everything that we do. We leave our houses to go meet a total stranger and take care of their families. We leave our pristine, clean place of work to go into some of the dirtiest mess ever. And we always take a chance on anything that could happen on a daily basis. Policemen are not the worst. The court system is not the worst, but it does need improvements on both sides. So I thank you all for coming and listening to my random thoughts. This is Lester Bailey, your host with Unlimited Boundaries, Officer B, and I appreciate you all coming on. Have a fantastic day. Stay brilliant and bye bye for now.